It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily Washington Redskins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, every day, every day. We welcome you to a new episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. That's right. We're back. Uh, And yes, we know we're working on the show intro. So just stay tuned for that. Uh, Sometimes things take uh, a day or two. So just hang tight on that. We are getting everything changed over all the imaging, uh, the name of the show, all that stuff uh, to Locked On Washington Football Team. Of course, you know that as the team changed what they want to be called or what they kind of chose to be called, let's put it that way, um, we had to change everything as well. So sometimes these things uh, take a little while. Either way, thanks for being with us. Thanks for downloading. Uh, Thanks for being a part of our little community here. Uh, We hope to make it a bigger community, but we need your help. Spread the word. Please tell a friend if they're a Washington football team fan, if they're a former Redskins fan, please tell them, listen to our podcast. That's all we can ask. We try and bring you as good a content as we possibly can and let you hear more from the coaches and the players themselves than just me ranting and raving about what I think, right? We want you to hear some of that. We want you to hear some of what I think. I want to hear what you think. You can always email me, russellmania09 at gmail.com. I'll get it as part of the podcast. I'll put it up, russellmania09 at gmail.com is how you get a question or an opinion or something read on the site. So I know you guys are listening and engaging. I really want to crank that up as this season uh, begins. We are brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Check them out, rockauto.com. Auto.com. All right, so Ken Zampezi, the red, the <laughs> the Washington football team quarterbacks coach, new, um, joining Scott Turner, Ron Rivera. He spoke to the media on Thursday. We are going to have that in its entirety on this particular episode uh, because we want to make sure we play all of these coaches. And again, allow you to get some of the insight from them. So that's coming up on today's episode. Um, And I would say this, Friday, and as I record this, it's after 7 o'clock Eastern time on Friday. And last week, Alex Smith news broke around 8 o'clock Eastern time. But Friday through about 7 o'clock Eastern time, there was no new news about the Washington football team. Nothing. Nothing that I saw, um, which has not happened in forever. I mean, outside of, again, coaches speaking, we had Randy Jordan via video conference, uh, and uh, the running backs coaching had a lot of great things to say, and you're going to hear that next week early. Outside of that, there was really nothing. And again, day ain't over yet, so if something happens... I don't know what to tell you. I tried to wait as long as I possibly could for something new to happen. A new signing, a trade, uh, somebody being suspended, somebody uh, 
uh, going on the COVID list. Nothing. I mean, we have Logan Thomas on the COVID list. We have Caleb Brantley who opted out. That's it. But that was earlier this week. Washington also signed three young veteran free agents. We told you all about them. We'll have continuing coverage of training camp. We will have more and more coaches uh, that we get a chance to speak to. I know this weekend, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, we're going to get a chance to speak to new defensive backs coach Chris Harris. So we will have you covered. And then eventually they're going to release the hounds and actually let us go to what is now Washington football team park. I'm not sure. I know the Park. I, I don't know what they're calling it because I guess they can't call it Redskins Park anymore, right? Uh, but eventually we're going to be allowed back there so we can actually watch football and tell you what we see. Tell you what we see. That's what we like to do. All right, so on this particular episode, again, in lieu of not a lot of breaking news, finally, oh, Antonio Brown was suspended for eight games by the NFL and he's not going to appeal, according to his agent. That is national news, But it's also Washington football team news because they desperately need a receiver. They desperately need a receiver. But can they afford to wait eight games? No. So I think any interest in Antonio Brown would have to be like when he clears the suspension and he's still out there because no team has signed him, then that's where you potentially pounce. Now, I still think it would be a mistake to bring in a poisonous apple like that. But eight weeks into this, when you're desperate and other injuries have piled up, you know, you give me an injury to Terry McLaurin that's semi-serious, more than the two games he missed in different spots last year, along with the Kelvin Harmon torn ACL and along with Cody Latimer's legal disaster, now we might be talking. Now we might be talking. Washington definitely needs a veteran free agent, but they need a veteran free agent now. They don't need one in eight games or, you know, 14 weeks from now or 13 weeks from now. No thanks. Uh Uh-uh. Because who knows how long it would take Antonio Brown to get ready. Yeah, probably a week, a week and a half, whatever it might be. But, I, you know, and I've got to deal with his nonsense? No thanks. No thanks. All right, coming up next, Ken Zampezi. Reds, uh, <laughs> I keep doing that. Sorry, guys. Old habits die hard. Uh, Washington football team quarterback coach Ken Zampezi going to join us. We'll go over that, let you hear all of what he had to say. Lots of interesting things about all of the quarterbacks, uh, including, of course, the presumed starter, Dwayne Haskins. But Kyle Allen, Alex Smith, a lot of good stuff there, too, what he's looking for. And even Steven Montez, who he says he's lost uh, some weight. So Ken Zampezi. Washington football team quarterback coach coming up next right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us. All right, guys, once again, it is the Locked on Washington football podcast, and I'm Chris Russell here to tell you about our good friends at rockauto.com. Been telling you about them for two months. If you're not listening, I can't help you, but I can help you if you're actually willing to listen, right? Like they say to wear a mask and then you can help society. 
I'm here to tell you to wear a mask and to help you by going to rockauto.com. Instead of going to those big superstores, uh, the auto part giant stores, you know which ones I'm talking about, right? Why even get in your car? Hey, maybe some of you can't even drive your car right now because you need a part, right, to drive your car. Well, you can do it all from the comfort of your own living room, kitchen table, or your phone at rockauto.com. Any part that you need, car or truck, new or old, whatever model, whatever make, you can get it at reliably low prices at rockauto.com. They're a family business, been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They're not going to take advantage of you. They're not going to cost you uh, an arm and a leg because of the big overhead that, again, those big superstores have. And when you go to rockauto.com, hey, Hey, you see all the parts available for your car or truck, you get something, something, and then you're right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you? That's again, locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know how you got there? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, it is Chris Russell with you, the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Hope you guys are having a good day, good weekend, depending on when you are listening. Let's get out to part one of Washington football team, new quarterbacks coach Ken Zampezi. Interesting guy, Ernie Zampezi's son, been around, coached with Jay Gruden in Cincinnati, worked with Andy Dalton, Baker Mayfield, that you're going to hear now working with Dwayne Haskins. And don't forget, Kyle Allen's still young, only two years in the league. Oh, and then there's that wily veteran, Alex Smith, who's trying to make a miraculous comeback. Listen to Zampezi with the media, courtesy of WashingtonFootball.com on the audio and as well our buddy Tom Brock Plyman at 106.7 The Fan. Hi, Ken. It's Rainan Walker with The Athletics. Nice to see you again. Ken, just a quick update on what would Alex Smith add to the quarterback room? Obviously, he hasn't been cleared for physical just yet, but outside of it, whether he's able to play or not, just what is he able to offer you all in terms of information, insight? What are you expecting working with him and helping with Dwayne Haskins? Oh, great question. The, the thing that jumps right out at me is urgency to learn. Uh, there's nothing about him that says, I already got this, or I know this, or I did it like this before. It's how are we doing it here uh, in Washington, how do you want me to do it? These are some things, the experiences that I've had. Uh, you know, he adds those afterwards, but he wants to know how we want to do it as a group, and that's mm-hmm. always first, and that's a great example he sets for the rest of the guys. And uh, he could very easily be, well, I, I know this, I've done this, and it's like this, and not like that at all. He's fantastic. He's a great example for the other guys, and uh, he's been fantastic. In terms of the identity for the quarterbacks, what exactly would you say that is? Obviously, you've had the experience of working with players like Brett Favre or Kurt Warner and a number of other quarterbacks, Carson Palmer as well, too. What is the quarterback identity you're bringing to the team um, with Dwayne Haskins specifically? Well, we need guys to play winning football for us here in Washington the way we ask them to do it. Every team's different. Every team has their own philosophies. Those two places had their own. We'll have our own through the eyes of uh, Coach Rivera and Coach Turner. But I know it's going to be a, uh, a low turnover 
uh, type deal and a big play down the field when we can get them and be very consistent in between. Uh, so those are the things that we'll play out and we'll work on the mentality as we go forward. But it's an attack mentality, but don't be silly with it. Uh, obviously, your family and, and the Turner family is very familiar with, you know, the Air Coriel offense. I wonder in this iteration of it, the one that you guys have here, how is the quarterback position, uh, you know, different or, or kind of what tweaks did you guys put on that position uh, with how you want to run your offense? Well, there's, there's a lot of similarities, first of all, uh, making good decisions, being able to throw with accuracy mental toughness, uh, and just resilient people. Those things are those things cross all lines in all the different styles that this offense has had. The different tweaks come in, what wins now in the NFL. It's still, it's still a long ball league to a degree. The, the teams that have the chunk plays move, move the uh, change the field and score points, especially early in the game throwing it. Uh, at the same time, there's some new things in the NFL that come uh, with the style of players that we get. And – uh, way to attack defenses that we didn't really uh, jump on board with until in the last, you know, five, six, seven, eight years with spreading the, spreading the field out. Running the ball happens in gun just as easily as it happens from under center. You know, five yards from either is still five yards you gained on somebody. But uh, when you stretch it out, you can put uh, smaller, faster athletes on the field more often. And I think they're more prevalent than some of the big guys. And maybe that's why we've seen some of these teams go a lot more to uh, – three wide receiver personnel to spread the field and get nickel fronts and things like that. Having no on-field time uh, with the guys up until now, I and mean, what is your approach in beginning to work with them and evaluating them? Well, it's a, it's a great lesson in trust. We have to trust that they're doing what we like them to do outside of the building because that's all we've had with them in a physical standpoint, that they're uh, eating right, sleeping right, training right. And luckily for us, we have guys that love all of those things, and that's why they're on our team. I think when you talk with Coach on down through Coach Turner, guys that love to play football are guys that are going to come to Washington and be successful for us. And these guys are in that mold, and that's why I have great trust in those guys. You saw what happened when uh, Dwayne puts his mind to it. He's down in weight. He's in great condition. All those things that you can that are in your control, he's handled very well in the offseason. Now, now we're on the next step. What are we going to do on the field within this offense and this communication system and how are we going to compete and those kind of things. That's where we're at right now. But all those guys did a nice job coming back, and Alex sure did, and, and Kyle and, and Steven coming in sure got his weight down where he looks like he can, he can roll too. Having worked with uh, Andy Dalton during the lockout year, is there anything you can take from that time when he was a rookie that is applicable to this time? Yeah, uh, not having guys in the spring, again, you're trusting that they're accountable people that will handle their business in the playbook while you're not there to oversee it. And uh, that year it was like that, you know, we were drafting Andy as a, as a rookie and he was going to come in and start, but we didn't have spring. So he had to be accountable for the language and be able to speak the plays when he got into the huddle the first time to make an impression of all the veterans that we already did have. And he did that. And we're in a similar situation. We have a new offense for guys that haven't spoke the language. Now we have Kyle coming in who has uh, experience in the language. Uh, Alex has a little experience with Coach uh, Martz in San Francisco with the language and Coach Turner. But uh, uh, Dwayne and Steven don't. And that's why uh, we're relying on those guys to handle their business away from the building. And when we have had them on the Zoom meetings, we're pounding the language in their head and, and making sure they speak it as well as they can until they get out here and actually do it and feel it and talk to the other guys. Hey, Ken, uh, Ben Standing with The Athletic. Thanks for your time. Um, to go back to, to Alex, obviously the, the main focus right now for all, most of us is like 
will he be able to pass a physical and, and things like that. But obviously that isn't the whole story. If he actually were to be able to pass the physical, then the question is, well, how does he perform on the field? He's been away from the game for some time. There's things, there's obviously some physical concerns with him. As a quarterback coach, what are some of the things that you would start to look at with Alex that would be maybe different than your other quarterback projects when it comes to, for him specifically, being able to get on the field, things that you maybe keep an eye on that you'd be concerned about, things to try to help him when, if he can go out there? Well, physically, the first thing we have to find out is if he can protect himself. And uh, we'll figure that out as we go. And, and as he passes a certain criteria to get to the next level of, uh, you know, getting, getting himself back to the field, we'll figure those things out as we go. And, and when it gets to the point where he gets to practice, we'll find out. The drill work will be very important. How quick uh, is he when he pushes off and those kinds of things and change a direction. But uh, I think the other things will come back very smoothly. You don't lose the experience you have playing the position. Um, so uh, some of that thing, some of those things will be like riding a bike and others won't be. And we'll, uh, we'll jump through all those hoops uh, when the time comes. Really excited about that. Hey, Ken, Les Carpenter at the Washington Post. Uh, thanks for doing this. Uh, wanted to ask a little bit about uh, Dwayne and what, what are the things that you would maybe like to see most from him? What, what are the things that you think he can work on most that jump out at you, even though I know you haven't had him on the field yet, but what kind of comes to mind with you? Well, I think the memorization of the playbook, speaking of the language fluently, it's certainly like learning a foreign language. And, and being able to study the reads and know them inside and out, that's the, that's the part that is the toughest. That's the newest. It's easy to drop back five steps and throw it to an out route. Everybody does that in every offense. Those physical things, I think, will be easier to pick up. It's the other things, uh, like the mental side of it and the memorization of where we want to go and why, the philosophy of the play, who we're trying to throw it to, uh, uh, grouping different reads in such a way that it's not new learning. It's these three are the exact same read, but uh, they're not always given that way. Like, but as you group things together, as you learn things and with the group in the room, Hey, what can we put together? So it's less learning. We just know they're all this. In fact, we've got five or six that are all this read and a couple three other ones that are this read. So whatever, let's say you got six here, you got nine. And there's really only two reads and nine plays. So those are the things we're trying to do to make it easy on, on all these guys and, and Dwayne in particular. And uh, I can't wait to hear him speak and, and fix things and uh, see those wheels turning faster and faster each day we go out there. Coach Donna Hopkins, Pro Football Plus. You were saying that during the Zoom meetings that you all were pounding the language. But what is the one thing that you have emphasized the most to the quarterbacks? Well, it, there's not just one thing, but I, I think if there if there was, it was you're accountable to yourself and the people around you and how you represent the organization in, in and out of the building. And particularly when you're playing on the field, there's a mentality that we play with and uh, it's a no excuse mentality. We're going to put it on ourselves first and then we're going to communicate with the rest of the group to get it all back together and be better the next time out. I, I think mentality first and uh Mentality and atmosphere are the things that we talk about. If I had to pick one thing, mentality and atmosphere, our mentality in the, in the, in the game, our mentality in the building, how we go about our business, and how we're accountable to each other. All right, that is part one of Washington football team quarterback coach Ken Zampisi. Coming up, part number two, what did he really like about Dwayne Haskins on film last year? That uh, was my question to him. You'll hear that answer next is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? 
Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we wrap it up on the Washington Football Team Podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for being with us. We continue along with quarterbacks coach Ken Zampezi. What did he like about Dwayne Haskins' game last year? Was he in a position to succeed? Uh, he kind of bristled a little bit at my question, uh, if we're being honest. Uh, just a little bit. Just a little bit. And I didn't mean it as an insult, uh, but you'll hear his response to all of that and much more now. Uh, Michael Phillips here in Richmond. Thanks for making the time. Uh, my understanding is Joe Gibbs kept trying to get your dad to come to Washington. <laughs> he wouldn't for the longest time. So building on that, what brought you here and what sold you on it? And, and did he relay anything about his experiences with, with Coach Gibbs in the building? Yeah, well, I, I had my own experience. I was a kid when that was going on, and each, uh, what is it, January, we'd be, Dad would call a uh, family meeting, which never happened, and so we knew something was up. So we're all in the kitchen, about four Januaries in a row. Okay, how do you guys feel about going to Northern Virginia? It was a resounding four no's immediately, all four kids. No, 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 done. And we didn't go. We didn't want to leave Southern California. What did we know? Northern Virginia was Siberia to us. Uh, there's no, is there beaches there? No, uh, I'm out. Uh, but it was, they, they had a great relationship. They, they, they got along so well. Uh, and, uh, I'm sure it was pretty close to us coming here, but I'm sure glad I'm here now. I'm sure, uh, glad I have an opportunity to, uh, work for coach Rivera and coach Turner and what we're building here and, uh, sky's the limit for us. What, what was it that they told you that, that sold you on, this is the place to be, this is the time to be here? Well, the, the first thing is the, the people. Whenever you can get a chance to be around Coach Rivera, you take it. You don't ask questions. It doesn't matter where it's at. You know what you're getting, and it's all good, and you want to be around those kinds of people and those kind of leaders. Uh, the, the accountability that filters down through the building when you have someone like that is the atmosphere that you want to be around. Uh, everybody's been in atmospheres where it's been different than that. And that's what we've all begged for. And when you get a chance to get it, you don't miss an opportunity to take it. And, but on top of that, being here in a storied franchise where, where it has won at a high level before, and uh, that's exciting too, to be the people that bring it back. Hi, Ken. This is Matt Paris from the Washington Times. I was just wondering, Ron has said a couple of times when he was interviewing uh, coaches, he wanted to hear – the plan to build a young quarterback. Just what was kind of your approach to that process and what experiences did you kind of rely on? How did you kind of sell him maybe your vision of that process? Well, I had one sheet because it's not, it's not hard. It's not easy, but the steps aren't hard. Um, I, I had an opportunity to do this uh, two years ago in 18 in Cleveland with uh, Baker Mayfield. And uh, for, he played very, very well. He, he's a very accountable guy and uh, accountable to his teammates, and he wanted to be a good very, very badly. So it was easy for us to work and do extra work and get ready to play. The plan wasn't to have him play right away because we had Terod Taylor, who's a very good player. It came up that Terod got hurt and, and Baker was ready to go. But when 
what you have to do when you get a young guy is you're on the clock. You only have uh, a grace period for so many number of years where it's going to be on somebody else if it doesn't go right. And then it turns to the player. We need to be ready whenever that happens. And that could happen at any point in time where you get thrown in. So there's an urgency and there's an on the clock mentality that you have with the young guy that they have to share. And, and if you have to drag them, it's not fun. But uh, if they're already up for the, for the hunt, it's a lot better. And uh, Baker was that way. These young guys in this building are that way. And uh, that's, that's what encourages me. What have you kind of made of Kyle Allen so far? He's the guy that maybe we haven't asked about yet. Yeah, he's still young. It's, he's not old at all. He just turned, I don't know, 23 or four or something. He's, he's just a baby in the league. He just had a couple of starts last year, and he already knows how to speak the language. He has a talented arm. He can move pretty good. There's a lot of upside to Kyle, and uh, well, I can't wait to get it out of him. Ken, it's John Kine from ESPN. You, br- you brought up some of the young guys you worked with. What do you like about working with young quarterbacks? You get to mold them from the start. There's nothing, there's no, you know, they're not flinching from flashbacks of past occurrences that didn't go right. You get to build it and you get to build the mentality. And they don't have any preconceived notions about, oh, it's got to be like this or got to be like that because they haven't done anything. So you have a chance to, you know, feed them the language in such a way and the information in such a way that you can build incrementally. And then as they start to see, hey, this, this kind of works and boy, you know, things are starting to slow down for me. Then there's a there's an added rush of uh, urgency on top of that because they start to see some success. I just love that about the young guys. Uh, I love building someone someone's mind in the mold of our our head coach and our coordinator and how we want them to be. That that part's a blast for me. And then with with Alex, when you you talk about things that you want to see, you know, when he's you know as far as protecting himself, how are you going to compare that? Because you're not he's not going to be under a rush and all that are you going to go back and like look at some of his past tapes to see how he quick he was in certain situations like how would you determine like that level of detail to see can he do that yeah we'll be able to see through some of the drill work how quickly he can move out of the way or slide and play and then we'll also see because we'll be in 11 on 11 where there's no contact and there'll be guys that come clean in the rush how you move in the pocket how how you can accelerate away from a free rusher those kinds of things, and we'll use, we'll use all of that to determine um, the next step from there. Thank you. Hey, Ken, ES, or Ethan Cadeau with NBC Sports Washington. We've seen Dwayne work out with Cam Newton and Deshaun Watson this offseason. What can he learn from veterans like that? I, I loved it when he was working with Cam because Cam has had to speak this language fluently for years and hopefully there was some transfer of uh, shortcuts or, or different things to Hey, I know it's like this, but it really, this is the emphasis, you know, hopefully there's been some shortcuts. I asked uh, Dwayne when he was out there, I saw that picture and I texted him. I said, Hey, make sure you ask him anything that you want to know about the offense or how something works. He says, I'm already on it. So I was really excited about the response. I know he was, and um, I'm glad he was out there working out with Cam. Thank you. Hey, Ken, it's uh, Chris Russell from 1067FanNSI.com. Uh, thanks for doing this. Um, yeah. Quick question. Um, when, when you plugged in the tape on Dwayne last year, could you give us like one or two things that you really liked, one or two things that maybe stuck out that he really needs to hone in on? And, and, and in your opinion, and I know it's hard to compare because you weren't here last year, was he put in a situation at all to succeed? 
Yeah, I can't speak on last year. I know those coaches very, very well. Jay and I worked together. I know he's fantastic. So we'll leave that at that. What I saw on the tape from Dwayne, uh, he's very quick with the ball. Uh, a very short, quick stroke. He's accurate. He can repeat the same stroke over and over again. And those are the things that got me excited. Once he sees it, the ball comes off his hand very, very quickly. There's no wind up. There's no wasted motion or wasted movements. He's very, very efficient. And uh, I love that part about him. He throws with touch and accuracy. And uh, I just, I just think there's a, there's a lot, of, a lot of meat on that bone to get. And he's just starting. He's just figuring it out. And I, I think the atmosphere of the building with Coach Rivera will bring the best out of him. All right. Hey, Coach. Uh, this is on. Well, no, no. I, everybody actually answered questions. This is Darren Haynes from WA. But, uh, but I was curious. You, you're talking about the language so much. So I was just curious. Uh, can, can you speak the language? What would be like a difficult play call without telling us what it actually is? Uh, twins right fly, scat right, 525F post swing would be an example of a play call. Um, a lot of offenses, the, uh, the protections are digits and the routes are words. This one, the protections are words and the routes are digits. So as you move from offense to offense, there's different ways of communicating responsibilities on each play. And uh, for the guys that haven't had the, the digit system for the routes, you're, you're converting. You're converting words into, into numbers. All right, and that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm Chris Russell. Have a great rest of the weekend, depending on, again, on when you are listening. If the weekend's already passed, hey, have a great start to your week. Either way, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Please tell a friend. Please reach out to me, russellmania09 at gmail.com. If you hate me, if you like me, if you want me to do something different, whatever you want to do, I try and bring you the best uh, football content I possibly can and, again, let you hear from me and let you hear from uh, the coaches and the players, and we'll be doing a lot of that, obviously, but we want to hear from you as well. Thanks for being with us. Have a great rest of your day. Adios. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.